You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Burke in the Game, an iHeartRadio podcast. I'm sure you guys just heard the episode that I did um, about Roe v. Wade and um, with the guests that I had, uh, Gilda. And uh, it really opened up a whole nother side to Burke in the Game, which is having you, the listener, call in. And um, yeah, so I'm opening up the phone lines to you guys right now because this has been obviously a very controversial topic um, regarding Roe v. Wade. And I don't really know what to expect here, but um yeah, let's let's uh, let's see what what type of callers we have and what type of uncomfortable conversations um, coming up next. Hi, Jacob. It's Cheryl from Burke in the Game. How are hey, you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm great. Thanks for calling. The right number. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, how? Um, what do you want to talk about? Um, that I was going to leave it up to you. Um, open forum for, you know, your topics. What do you want to yeah. discuss? Well, do you did you see my last Instagram post? I, I did. And ha- any feelings towards it? Do you have? Um, I mean, feel free to talk. I mean, we can talk about anything here on uh, Burke in the game here. So you know, don't don't hold back. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I, I guess um, kind of since it's in everybody's topic right now, I guess kind of give you the guy's perspective of yeah. the whole Roe versus Wade. Would love um, that. Back in two 2000- thousand. And two, I was Marine being deployed, and I had an ex that had called me at the time and let me know that, you know, she was pregnant and, you know, kind of basically what we wanted to do. And, you know, yes, 100%, let's let's go forward. Let's, let's do what we're going to do, and I'll, I'll be your the dad to your child, and it's my child, and we're going to go forward, and it was kind of, yeah, probably not the best idea for both of us. And mm-hmm. we kind of went forward with the abortion and, you know, now flash forward to where I'm at now, I have three kids. I am, mm-hmm. you know, married to a different woman. And, but at that time she was able to make that decision and it was, 
gosh, it was here in Arizona. So it was, mm. I think we were almost four months in. Okay. So it was, you know, I guess with the current topics of everything that's getting restricted and right now, um, would that have been able to be, be done? I mean, right. That drastically affected her life and drastically affected mine when we both were like, that's probably not the best thing for both of us. And that wouldn't be the best thing for the child. So, right. Right. Well, first of all, Thank you so much for calling in and telling me your story and being courageous enough to talk about it because there is a lot of shame when it comes to topics like this. And I think the more, especially coming from a man's point of view, the more we hear from you guys, um, the less there is that shame, you know, behind the topic of abortion. And so thank you for that. And Listen, it is, I don't know, I'm not somebody to ask as far as logistics go, if that is something that can still happen after four months. But what is, I guess, refreshing to hear is that you are also coming up to the plate and admitting that because of that decision that was made, you now, you know, are able to have a a different life that Obviously, you're very happy with the three kids and your new wife, or not new wife, but you married somebody else and your family that you built and may have not built if you went forward with um, having the baby with your with your ex that was pregnant. So I just want to thank you so much again for being courageous enough to talk to me about your story. And I'm sure this will help so many people as well, and especially for women you know, who are going through this right now, just, um, you just help, you just really have opened up, you know, my eyes in a different perspective as well, that yes, this also is good for not just women to be able to have, you know, that decision and that choice about their bodies, but also for men. So thank you so much. No, thank you. And, uh, and honestly, touching back to the, the time frame, I mean, there was questionable for her and I, but I mean, it could have been less than four. So everyone that will, I'm sure they'll comment and say, well, you can't know it's, it's in that three to four month range where it yeah. was, you know, questionable, but it was, uh, honestly, it wasn't an easy decision. It was, you know, I, I've, I've grown up Catholic. I was everything about that. And it was to this day, it was the hardest thing that, you know, her and I spoke about and it was, you know, it's not going to be the greatest thing. I mean, I, I yeah. knew what I was doing. I was deploying. I deployed three different times and I was, I was gone. And how am I to leave that burden upon her and how is she to handle that? And so it was, and there was a lot of stigma that I dealt with as a Marine with other Marines telling them what happened and telling them, this is what I said. Okay. Like, are you okay with that? I'm like, you know, yeah, it wasn't just my decision. Like you guys Absolutely. don't understand. It wasn't just me looking down that road. It was the two of us and how can we do that? And so there was a lot that there was yeah. a pushback. I hear you. And thank you again. Seriously, I got chills just talking to you. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Such a personal story with me and with our listeners. I know it will help many. So thank you. And, um, 
bless your heart. Seriously, bless, bless your heart for telling your story. It, I think it is needed. We, did, we don't hear a lot from men, right? So um, it, this is very important. So thank you, Jacob. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, Beth. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm great. Welcome to Burke in the Game, and thank you so much for calling. Okay, thank you. I, I was on Instagram, and you popped up, and yeah, you about this number, and I just wanted to call. Thank you, and thank you so much. This is something new that we're all trying here so over at Burke in the Game, but I, I just love that I'm able to connect with, with you, and um, what would you like to discuss today? Well, of course, I would like to discuss the recent Roe versus Wade um, mm-hmm. being overturned. Yep. I am definitely glad it was overturned. Okay. And the, what I wanted to discuss, what, well, a few things, but the main thing is what, what about those 
who were who the mothers who went in to have an abortion and the abortion was botched meaning you know the baby still survived and they grew up and they became functioning adults and they speak out now and they're saying i am so thankful that this did not take because now they they have their life and and i just how do you justify not having the abortion when people who have actually been through an abortion but survived and they're they're saying how thankful they are that they are not dead right that's my question you know i wish i had all the answers i just know from um well first of all thank you so much and i understand that this is uncomfortable to have these conversations, whether, you know, you're pro-life and I'm maybe pro and I am pro-choice, but I think it's important to have these conversations. So thank you, first of all, to, to have the courage to call in and talk about this. I really appreciate it. I, you know, at the end of the day, even if, you know, we disagree and I may not be able to answer that question directly. There are so many different sides to, to this story, this, this, you know, what, what we're actually having to face head on at the moment. And there's so many different perspectives. And I believe that it is still the right to the woman or the person carrying the fetus at that time or at that moment who's carrying the baby to be able to make her own decision and her own choice about what she would like to do with her own body. Now, when it comes to the situation you're talking about, I don't really have much to say other than I hear you. And I think that this is where it gets tricky. This is where it becomes, you know, there's certain stories that people may have that gone through different things and different reasons for wanting to abort or not wanting to abort. And what if, and what if, what, and what if, you know, we can continue on this path. And I think what is really, I guess, concerning for, for me is the fact that, you're taking, you know, rights away from women who want that right and who want that freedom. Um, it is something that I just know from experience, from my own experience, I'm not speaking for all women, but I just know that that was the right decision for me at that time, that both my partner at the time and me made together. Um, but, you know, I hear you, Beth. That's all I can say. And again, thank you for calling because I think that, you know, I definitely don't have the answers to all the questions, but I think it's important just to put it out there, right? Right. And, and you know, and anything I say, I am not at all attacking or meaning to be disrespectful in, in any way to anyone who has or has not had an abortion. But I do, you know, I just find it so important to look at it yeah okay i understand it's not the right time for some people and and of course it goes even deeper than that but here's the thing nobody science cannot deny the fact that a fetus will in fact be a living breathing human being and the one reason why people say oh it was just like the man before us it was the hardest decision we ever had to make it's because deep down people know that this is a human being 
that's why it is so hard. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And I mean, listen, the science is definitely up for debate and it isn't, you know, definitive. Um, I, I truly believe, and I hear you, I hear what you're saying, but I truly believe it really is up to the individual to determine when, you know, when life begins, really. Well, okay. So th- that, that's fine. Like, pe- all right. Even though I totally disagree with when life begins, I, all right, let's just put that aside. Okay. But the science fact will is, it is known that a fetus will, regardless of when you think life begins, a fetus will result in a human existence. Okay, Period. but what if the fetus isn't and viable? You, okay, if the fetus is not viable in, at that and time, it, it is birth. If it's birth and the fetus isn't viable, then the fetus, the baby, then because it's at its birth, will just naturally die. But we have to take a physical action to end that life. Right. If a, no. if a woman goes into preterm labor and she delivers and that baby was not viable because it couldn't survive, it wasn't healthy enough, then it naturally will die. But we have to make a conscious, physical choice to end that life. Okay. So that how about the issue thing that about was going to be a human? Right, right, right. So, you know, let's say a 13-year-old is sexually assaulted in Missouri, let's say, okay? Um, right. And, you know, and is too scared to maybe tell anybody. You know, what happens then? You know, what happens when that person or that teenager is just living in this shame of, first of all, after, you know, I have been sexually molested myself and it took me a while to talk to my parents about the situation, years, to be honest. And, you know, and then they finally realized the situation, meaning like that they're pregnant. You know, what happens then? Okay, so that is one of the most difficult. Uh, do you think that person should give this. birth? Like, do you feel like that person has to give birth now? Okay, well, this is the way I look at it. As tragic as it is, a crime was committed. It was a crime. The crime and everything, all of it, awful. But the thing is, we cannot punish an innocent child, baby, fetus that will become a human to to rectify or to take away the hurt of that rape, that incest. The hurt is still there. Thankfully, we do have adoption. Is it a great system? No, but we do have that option. And the thing is, is it uh, totally tragic to see a 13-year-old go through that? Absolutely. That's why but we you're not just it's not just therapy. tragedy. It's you're you're also punishing the child because she is a child. She's a 13-year-old child that a, a crime no, has been committed. We're not you're punishing her by having no, by making not. her have the baby because she just got raped no, like she had no decision making, in this no the the man who raped her is the one that has punished her 
that is who has punished her, period. But the and law so has like punished this. her. You're punishing a child because the, no. the now now the law is that you cannot have abortions in Missouri. Well, the, but the thing is, it is still a human being. Or however, people think like where life begins, it will result in a human life. And you know what? There's been p- many people who have been born from rape. And they are so, they have just said how thankful they are. Their mother chose to keep them or chose to give them up for adoption. So you don't it think just, that the, she deserves? Two... Go ahead. Oh, she deserves, the 13 year old deserves all, everything of support. But, but you don't, you don't but, think she deserves to make thing. the choice with her parents also, you know, like, honestly, like she doesn't, you don't think that that is a decision between the teenager and her parents what if you know what if she has no support you know the victim gets to there's no way of the victim getting to decide it's a crime you know what if she has no money well that's the thing okay say they say she has a supportive family okay and and they have this discussion the thing is who two wrongs no but she doesn't that's that's the thing i'm saying that beth i'm saying that she doesn't have the support okay if she doesn't have the support odds are she won't even get to be go to get an abortion anyway but that was kind of a irritating point i just made (laughs) i'm trying to get my thoughts all together on no worries i hear you i hear you and by the way thank you for for talking about this but why but why do we get to decide for her is the main question like shouldn't she decide this 13 year old um not if it ends a life it now listen i'm not saying she has to raise this baby i'm not saying any of that i'm saying just the fact in and of itself it will result in a human life. The baby did nothing wrong. The girl did nothing wrong. Well, who, who's raising it? Who would be full. raising the baby? Well, if, if they, we do have adoption, there is <laughs> adoption. And guess what? Uh, even though our adoption system's not perfect, babies it's are the mess. first ones to go. Yeah. Well, you know what? I respect you so much for calling and having this conversation with me. Um, this is not easy, you know, and again, you know, it, it can get easily heated, but I do respect you and um, thank you for your courage in calling and um, having these conversations. So um, I, yes, I wish I you well. Yeah. You too. And um and we're gonna take the next caller here, but thank you again. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hi, Joey. Welcome to Burke in the Game. How are you? Thank you so much, Cheryl, and thanks for uh, opening up this topic for you to share and for the public to share. Absolutely. And um, as uncomfortable as it is, um, I think it's needed. And um, what would you like to discuss today? Well, I would like to discuss history, um, my own, actually, and not to sound okay. selfish, but no, from what I know and from what I understand, you know, and um, I understand that there's a maturity level of raising a child and having a child, let alone having physical sexual experiences you know um when i was much younger in college days i got someone pregnant you know just mm-hmm. assuming that she was on something you know we just went for it and i think when you're younger you don't think about those things you know it doesn't make it right but it's just um there's a level of maturity that is gained over the time and some of them mature. Let's just say that she had the child and we raised that child together. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the maturity to raise that child, although I love kids. I love my nephews and nieces. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, she had a um, fallopian tube pregnancy and we had to abort it. But I was open with her no matter what, whatever direction she wanted to go, you know, and um it was the thing to do. And at the time I didn't know my own self, where I was, what I wanted to do, what interests me, you know, Mm -hmm. later on I became gay, um, in my late twenties. Um, it just, I have great relationships with women. (laughs) I had, I think I had a great physical relationship with her, but you know, I was so young and there's certain things that you do when you're younger that you, Think that you're invincible and think that you're older and think that I've got everything planned so I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. You know, and you do. (laughs) You're you're not old enough. You're not mature enough yet. And I'm not saying that I was correct on it. I definitely made my mistakes, but um I I look back at that 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 opportunity of making a decision. And yeah. that was to support her no matter what, whether she kept the baby or not. You know, um, 
sadly, it was, and I'm the last one in my family to continue my last name. So, wow. of course, there was this moment of, well, okay, whether it's a boy or a girl, doesn't matter. We're going to continue with the last name. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't feasible. And I've right. not had kids since. And it's okay. I love my nephews and nieces. I spoiled them <laughs> to bits. I spoiled my, my pets to bits. But mm-hmm. everybody's situation is different. Everybody's Absolutely. story is different. You know, I mean, some don't have that choice that I had. You know, some, just as you mentioned earlier, a young person um, being raped, which I was being being yeah. raped. I was raped by a man when I was I'm much sorry. younger. Doesn't mean I'm going to be pregnant, but regardless, it was out of choice. Yeah. You know, it was not something I chose for. Each individual choice and each, individual experience is so different and unique Uh, you know um i I, i'm really disappointed of this change but maybe it's it's brought forth on purpose for people to think about and come up with a more mature or more decisive way to handle people or handle situations i just don't i think that it also um I, I think in some instances that people have taken advantage of it as well, but I am for the choice of the person, you know, what do we need to do? Um, I, I, I don't believe that it's one sided. I think it's two sided, especially if it's a couple. Um, but if it's one sided, as you had mentioned, where it was with a child and some adult, there is no choice there. You know, I mean, that, that was done out of, uh, the out of compromise that was done out of choice, you know, and that, that needs to be discussed and that needs to be handled differently and uniquely, just like anything. Preach, Joey, I adore you. Seriously, you thank you so much. And we don't hear from men enough. And your story really is so it's so relatable, you know, like and this is the reason why, you know, it's important, I believe, that we have the ability to make our own decisions and our own choice, especially, you know, like you said, you made that decision with your partner at the time. And imagine what if you didn't have that option, right, where your life would be Mm -hmm. today. And I think that Yes, I see your perspective and I and I like your outlook on like maybe this is a wake up call that we all need to just maybe have these uncomfortable conversations. Maybe this is the reason why we're going to all of a sudden hopefully lead with love and not fear. Or maybe this is just the time just to band together and and really fight for what's right. And I am with you. I am with you. I think that it is our choice. I mean, this is the land of the free, right? Like we are supposed to be having these, um, we're supposed to be at least have control over what we do with our bodies. Um, and I do feel like it's taking a step back or a few steps back and it's shocking that we're still having conversations like this. Um, but I am so grateful to um, have you on and to tell your story because, again, we I hope that men who are listening to this right now can follow in your footsteps, whether they're pro-life or pro-choice, just it is so important to have these respectful conversations, right? Like we have to let each other talk and we have to let each other give that space for that person to express what they truly believe in and try not to do so without with judgment. And I think that 
that is what is um, we are so quick to attack, right? And I think it's important to have these yes. human conversations. So thank you so much, Joey. You are a doll. Oh, and of um, <laughs> thank you for calling. And um, I hope to talk to you again soon. You're great. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks. You know, I. I think more importantly, especially during this time in our lives, we should be empowering each other some way, somehow. You know, I think Absolutely. we should have always empowered each other, but I think we should especially now. There's a lot more challenges in life, and and this is not one of those ones to take us down. We should be uplifting each other, you know, mm -hmm. in as best as we can. Thank you, and thank you so much again for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to our last caller. We've got David. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, how are you? Good, doing good. I want to say big, big fan of yours for a long time. Oh, thank you. And thanks for calling Burke in the Game. Um, I love that we have actually mo mostly men so far, which has been great. It's really nice and refreshing to hear a male's perspective on um, everything that's been happening with uh, Roe v. Wade. So uh, what, what would you like to discuss today? Well, uh, a couple things, but um, I had uh, told your your producer um, I was calling mainly on the the legal aspect mm -hmm. of it uh, versus the the actual abortion uh, aspect of it. But okay. before I get to that, let me since um, you had uh, like your, your previous caller shared some background, and I was and I hadn't even thought of it when I dialed the phone. But sitting here on hold, thinking about it, um, uh, I had I was in a relationship or a dating relationship anywhere where. Um, um, uh, we decided together that she would take the very next day would take a preventative uh, morning after pill in the form of a, what is it a, a quadruple mm -hmm. dose of birth control by going to going to Planned Parenthood or whatever. So I've experienced that and, and been part of that decision. And I years later, I had um, uh, another dating relationship that resulted in a pregnancy. And in that case, I wasn't even informed that she was pregnant until she was about ready to, 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 to deliver, which was a little unfair. Um, not that I would have recommended abortion. I wouldn't have. Uh, but she didn't she didn't get an abortion. And so I have a daughter from that. However, uh, it affects the relationship uh, between um, the the well, myself and my child when I was kind of pushed out a little bit. So there's there's all there's all kinds of dynamics there. And then um, my own mother, um, I had a, a half brother um, when I was a toddler and she made my mom made a decision to put him up for adoption. She didn't uh, abort him. She could have, but she put him up for adoption. Um, and uh, and I also found out that when my my mother and my father, they were they were dating. They were in a dating relationship, an okay. extended relationship, and she got pregnant and they were mixed on what to do. My obviously, I wasn't aborted, uh, but my father uh, wanted her to have an abortion and offered to pay for it. And I'm we're only talking because uh, my mother said no. Um, and mm -hmm. so you can digest that. Wow. But what I the the legal aspect of it that I that I called and I and I, I have comments on all the other aspects as well. But one that doesn't is not getting talked about very much is in my assessment of the the supreme court aspect of their, their decision they're not really at all commenting on abortion one way or the other they're not commenting on that at all their their job is kind of it's like a surgeon their job is to do surgery on the law and what they're doing is they're simply going back and um uh, 
redoing an operation that was done incorrectly, an operation of law that was done incorrectly and therefore not lawfully 50 years ago. Um, and they're not making a commentary on whether abortion should be allowed or not allowed. They're simply correcting an error of law that was made by a previous Supreme Court, you know, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. I hear you. This is all very fascinating, by the way. I'm just learning as you're talking. So keep keep it going. So, yeah. So what it, basically what we're doing is we're stepping into a time machine and going back to prior to that decision and uh, allowing states to make their own law regarding abortion as opposed to the federal government um, making law for all of the states, which right. under under the founding documents of, of the country, the Supreme Court is not allowed to do what they did and they corrected that error mm -hmm. and if you you know if you want to if you if you're pro-abortion or pro-choice or however you want to term it if you want to feel good about something the what what this decision does is it makes it impossible for your federal government to ever say that abortion is illegal nationwide mm -hmm. they, they've just censured they've just censured themselves saying we don't have the legal authority to do this and they didn't 50 years ago when they decided Roe versus Wade were undoing that and that kind of doubles down on the legal uh, precedent um, that says the federal government can never decide for you one way or the other that's up to the individual state in which you live and and that protects you in a way if you're if you're pro-choice pro-abortion right. that protects you because if you happen to if you happen to live in a state where they make abortion illegal, you at least can move to another state where it is legal um, uh, and not have to live under a law that you don't want to live under. But that is is but that would be difficult, especially if you may not have the finances or let's say, you know, someone wants to move from Texas to California, like and but they can't. Right. Like it's obviously uh, maybe it's just not uh, doable uh, financially for them, I guess. I mean, shouldn't we all have the right, though, to privacy over our own medical decisions regardless? I mean, for 50 years, Roe v. Wade was the president, right? Like it was. Yes, I, I agree with you. If you want to think of it in terms of healthcare medicine, yes, we should all have that right. There's, but there's a larger issue, and that is there, there are. If you you don't even have to look at abortion, you can look at uh, the infinite number of of future laws that could be passed by a federal government that says you you cannot do this or you have to do that, and if uh, they allow the precedent to stand that the federal government can decide for everybody in the nation, period, what you are going to do or you're not going to do on any given question of health care or any, anything else that you can possibly imagine, there's nowhere for you to escape that authoritarian, totalitarian rule. And so this is kind of a safety valve it's a, it's a, you know, you, it's a, an inconvenience uh, to have to move or travel for something like this. Mm. But there's a great protection uh, in that you now, it's an insurance. You now know that your federal government, uh, you might think, think of anything else that's distasteful to you that you would not want the federal government to order you to do or to not to not do. And with this precedent, they, they, the federal government is virtually uh, 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 almost completely prevented from doing things to you 
that the federal government is not clearly given the authority to do in those founding documents. And so well, you have a did, better argument against your federal. Yeah. You know. Why? Why did uh, Thomas? You know, why did Thomas bring up contraception, gay marriage? Why do you think he included those? Then on top of everything else. Okay, um, so I'm going to speculate a little bit because I I haven't uh, taken the time or made the time to read the let alone the entire decision or or either Thomas's words. I did hear reference other in other venues about what about what he said, mm-hmm. and I'm going to speculate that what he was commenting on about the contraception and things like that. Um, even though I'll acknowledge he is the, probably the most conservative justice on the Supreme Court, and so what you believe that he believes you're probably accurate but what i i'm going to speculate what he was doing was just laying out his his argument as to why he decided uh one way laying out the the previous uh uh decisions that were made and since i'm since i'm ignorant to exactly what he said if you ever wanted to follow up with me on Mm -hmm. my uh and, and have me actually answer your question i would commit to reading his words and and giving you a more informed answer Mm-hmm. I hear you. Well, thank you for educating uh, me and maybe some of the listeners here. I mean, everything that was said is very informative. And thank you again for, um, you know, having the courage to call in. And it's lovely to hear from especially a male's perspective. Um, thank you so much. And uh, I hope to talk to you again soon. All right. Yeah, I'd love, love to. It was a pleasure speaking with you, Cheryl. Same. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. So that was a very intense and um, informative, I would say, uh, last few minutes that we've had here with all of you listeners calling in. Thank you guys so much. It's so nice to actually hear from, you know, a man's perspective as well, not just a woman's. And, you know, I welcome all of these uncomfortable conversations because this is the first step that is needed in order to just be aware and not hold on to any shame when it comes to topics and serious topics like this. And um, I think the more conversations we have, the better. So I just want to thank all of my callers um, for having the courage to speak up and to just talk about their own story. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we are all human beings here and we all want to be happy. And this is the way to have these conversations is just to start having them and having them and respecting the other person's opinion as well. So thanks again to everybody who called and um, we hope to be doing this as much as possible too in the coming uh, episodes. So thank you and uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening and coming along this journey with me. If you like what you hear, then feel free to give this podcast five stars. You can also follow along with my journey on Instagram at Burke in the Game. And if you have any advice or want to write in, then email me at Burke in the Game at iHeartRadio.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.